you guys. It's your girl, Steffi G, and that's me. And this is the place to be. This is the show up to go up podcast where you'll find inspiration and information on how to show up for yourself and live your best life. This podcast is for anyone who feels lost or stuck. Anyone that knows that they are capable of more, but isn't quite sure how to go about it. I'm here to encourage and guide you, but it all starts with you showing up for yourself. And it all starts now. Just a heads up, I'm doing a 100-day challenge via Facebook Live videos. So the following episode was originally recorded as a Facebook Live video. You may notice that the sound is just a little bit different than what you're used to, but I promise the quality of the content is just as good. So let's get to it. Hey, how's it going? Today is day 28 of my 100-day inspiration challenge. A couple days ago on day 26, I did a video or an episode on perfectionism. And I talked about you might be a perfectionist if, and then I talked about ways to overcome perfectionism. So that was two days ago. The next day, yesterday, in the book that I'm reading, it talked all about perfectionism. And then today I go to do my artist way chapter and again, all about perfectionism. So I knew that this was not a coincidence, that this was not an accident. I knew that this was something that I needed to take in a little bit deeper. I struggle very hard with perfectionism. I want to be perfect. I want to be the best. That has been something that has been ingrained in me for a very long time. So often I don't even enjoy the journey because I want to be right and I want to be great. And that is more important than having fun along the way. So I knew that all of these things were coming to me for a reason. And I also realized that other people were struggling with these same things. And so I wanted to share some of the information that I learned today. So coming from the artist way, first off, it says, instead of enjoying the process, the perfectionist is constantly grading the results. And that was totally me. That's what I just said. Like I was always evaluating and I was never good enough. And that would stop me from moving forward because it wasn't perfect. But the thing is, you can't be perfect. And it's so much more important to just go for it, let go and have fun, enjoy the journey and grow along the way than try to be perfect because that is just unattainable. So I'm going to read a little bit more from this book and hopefully you will be able to relate and connect to it. It is talking about perfectionism and risks. It says, To the perfectionist, there is always room for improvement. The perfectionist calls this humility. In reality, it is egoism. It is pride that makes us want to write a perfect script, paint a perfect painting, perform a perfect audition monologue. So we lie to ourselves. It's not being humble to want to be perfect. It is our pride. It is our ego that wants us to be perfect. And we don't want to put anything out into the world unless it is amazing. We're afraid to look bad. Perfectionism is not a quest for the best. It is a pursuit of the worst in ourselves. The part that tells us that nothing we do will ever be good enough, that we should try again. No, we should not. A painting is never finished. It simply stops in interesting places. A book is never finished. 
but at a certain point, you stop writing it and go on to the next thing. A film is never cut perfectly, but at a certain point, you let go and call it done. That is a normal part of creativity, letting go. We always do the best that we can by the light we have to see by. Letting go is so important. I thought that was really interesting because it could always be better for everything that's been done, every book, every movie, every poem that you have seen that is amazing. It is still not perfect. So that kind of changes the idea of perfect, right? Somebody just decided, okay, I'm done with this. I'm ready to move on. I'm ready to move forward. But it's not perfect. So there is no such thing as perfect. It is just a work until it's done, until you're ready to move on to the next thing. Then it says, the success of a creative recovery hinges on our ability to move out of the head and into action. This brings us squarely to risk. Most of us are practiced by talking ourselves out of risk. We are skilled speculators of the probable pain of self-exposure. Isn't that true? I'll look like an idiot, we say, conjuring images of our first acting class, our first hobbled short story, our terrible drawings. Part of the game here is lining up the masters and measuring our baby steps against their perfected craft. We don't compare our student films to George Lucas's student films. Instead, we compare them to Star Wars. I know that I can definitely relate to this. I'll look to people that have what I want. I'll look to public speakers or other creatives that are doing the things that I want and I compare myself to them and I feel bad because I don't have the things that they have or I'm like, man, they have so much energy or they have so much drive or they have all these things that I don't have. But they also had years and years of failing, years and years of work to get to where they are now. So you can't compare where you are now to someone else's year 10 because you don't know what they had to go through. You just have to compare your journey, your day from where you were yesterday. It continues. We deny that in order to do something well, we must first be willing to do it badly Instead, we opt for setting our limits at the point where we feel assured of success. Living within these bounds, we may feel stifled, smothered, despairing, bored. But yes, we do feel safe. And safety is a very expensive illusion. We have to be okay with being bad. I heard something yesterday, actually, in the book that I am reading. And it talks about the idea that a lot of professionals never talk about how everybody starts off bad. Even when you start, it says that you have good taste. And so you might know that you're bad. You might know that you are terrible at the thing that you want to do because you have good taste. However, you have to start somewhere and everybody who has had some level of success started at that bad place. And that's just a part of the journey and a part of getting better. It continues, in order to risk, we must break through, I can't because, because I am too old, too broke, too shy, too proud. Usually, when we say we can't do something, what we mean is that we won't do something unless we can guarantee that we'll do it perfectly. Remember when I talked about can't versus won't a couple weeks ago? We make excuses that we can't do something because we don't have the money or we don't have the knowledge. But really, it's not that we can't do those things. It's that we choose that we won't do those things. So those excuses of holding yourself back, they're only affecting you. We say that we can't do them if it's not going to be perfect, but really it's that we won't allow ourselves to be bad. We won't allow ourselves to fail. 
we won't allow ourselves to enjoy the process. So I want to ask the question. This book asks this question, and I want to pose this question to you. If I didn't have to do it perfectly, I would try. What would you try if you didn't have to do it perfectly? What would you try if it was okay to fail? What would you try if you could have fun and enjoy the process? For me, some of the things that I would try would be stand-up comedy, writing poetry more consistently, reading that poetry. I've always wanted to do like a poetry slam at a coffee shop. And so those are the things, some of the things that I would try. Finally, to finish off, this is in regards to risk. To put it differently, very often a risk is worth taking simply for the sake of taking it. There is something enlivening about expanding our self-definition and a risk does exactly that. Selecting a challenge and meeting it creates a sense of self-empowerment that becomes the ground for further successful challenges. Viewed this way, running a marathon increases your chances of writing a full-length play. Writing a full-length play gives you a leg up on a marathon. So by taking a risk and working to achieve that thing and allowing yourself to grow and to fail and to overcome the obstacles that you need to, by taking that risk, you're changing your baseline. So you're allowing yourself to be better at other things just by letting go and just by giving yourself the freedom to take a risk and to try something new. That encourages you to try something else. Shifting the way that we think about things, it is all about growth. Perfectionism is just a fear of looking bad. It is a fear of failing. Growth, on the other hand, is something that we can do every single day. It is learning. It is becoming a better version of ourselves. So thinking about scary things as an opportunity to learn, as an opportunity to grow, and it's okay to start at the bottom. It's okay to be bad. You're going to be bad. So you just have to embrace that and enjoy the process. That is all I have for you today. Have an amazing day. I will see you back here tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. My goal for this podcast is to reach and help as many people as possible. So it would mean so much if you would take the time to subscribe, review, and share this podcast. See you next time. Thank you.